Clap for that, you stupid bastard. Who's gonna win it? The Celtics! I'll kidnap a thousand children before I let this company die! Wow! Yeah, I thought it was funny. 1-800-CALL-JOE The Playing Catum Podcast Please clap. So, Everett, as you know, we at um, Playing Catch-Up are always trying to find new ways to excite our audience to, you know, gain more viewership, get more sponsors, you know, that's all we're about. We're about growth. As he sips his water. Um, and Everett, I... I love growing. Who, what do people love the most today? Bono. What comedic device do people love the most? Uh, is this like a thing from VeggieTales? Is this like random? No, people is love that, gonna impressions. Have a people love oh. impressions, okay? So, they folks, do? today to start off the show, we're not going to do our usual, you know, slog of an intro. Um, we're going to... Gosh gonna, darn it. We're going to have Everett do a wonderful impression. We have some options here for him. Audio listeners cannot oh, see God. this. But um, I'll list them off, okay? Let me shuffle this. First up, we have drunk Boston fan. Ooh. Red Sox, Celtics. Could be anything, all right? That's the first option. Then we have David okay. David Fithian. Ooh. Okay. President of Clark University. All right. Right. Then we have Bono calling George W. Bush. Not specifically. Really? So, that one time... Okay. On a tour in the 2000s, Bono used to always call George W. Bush every night. He, like, called the White House every Why? night. I don't know, because of the war or something. Um, Would George pick up? No, somebody picked up, but it was never George. Then you have... Oh, um, really? Bruce Springsteen, when he's introducing um, uh, Santa's coming to town... Jesus, I'm having a hard time not doing that one right now. And lastly, I want to say everybody out there been good. Lastly, you have the late great Don Pardo, veteran NBC announcer, best well best known for his trip on SNL, announcing the cast. Everett, those are your options. We're gonna spin the wheel. We're gonna figure out what you're gonna say. All right, does this sound good to you? Um, I think, uh, I, as long as there's nothing wrong with I mean, go ahead, I guess. I and mean, you see the text right here. What I think so. It's been sprung upon me. Yeah, I, that was the whole point of this. That's what makes it fun. Okay, we're spinning. We're spinning. It's spinning. It's really spinning. Oh. It's slowing down a little. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, please be extra spring. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, Do folks. I, I don't think I... So, we have our winner for this week. Everett will now do the intro as Bruce Springsteen singing Santa Claus Coming to Town. The highlighted text right here is what I want you to say. Oh, you want me to, wait, you want me to say it in that? Yeah. So I can't say like, everybody out there been good this year? You can add that to it, yeah. Not that many. <laughs> okay, uh, I, I, do you want me to go now? Yeah. <clears throat> I gotta think New Jersey. Okay. Get it in your head. Um, New Jersey. Everybody out there been good this year? Okay. Coming up on the blanket. That's so bad. 
I have to do the whole thing though, don't I? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a little less hoarse. If you want me to, I just have to power through. Uh, I can bust. No, out no, no, no. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let let me do what I need to do. Okay. It, fate has decided I need to do Bruce Springsteen, but I can do like I can only do his lines. Okay, I will try. Coming up on the Playing Ketchup podcast, we'll deal with the top headlines of the week. Everett, which is me, will give his his quick takes, and we'll be joined by our senior blockbuster correspondent Ben Foisy, and then we'll crown the bozo of the week. That was all one breath. Um, that wasn't that good. I, I worked with what I had. I worked with th- what I had. You want to throw in the limitations of the system? <laughs> you want to throw in everybody out there being good? Everybody out there being good this year? Ah, not the oh, many. There's not many. Not many. All right. Wow. Uh, you better watch out. You better not cry. Okay, that's it. That's all I got. I'm done now. It's out of my system. Now a <laughs> a um. Sharp tone twist. A a wonderful transition to the news. To something horrifying. <laughs> and now for something completely different. Um, should I go first? Is this a me thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here I go. <clears throat> the Biden administration has announced their plan for revitalizing American infrastructure to be called the American Jobs Plan. Introduced last Wednesday, the White House noted that the U.S. is, quote, the wealthiest country in the world, yet we rank 13th when it comes to overall quality of our infrastructure. The plan aims to improve transit systems, including modernizing some 20,000 miles of highways, creating better drinking water and electrical grid systems, including high-speed broadband for every American, to build and preserve over 2 million homes, to modernize schools, including one of my favorite aspects under this tenant, which is reviewing and removing single-family zoning policies, which some are bad and sometimes racist, and replacing them with multi-use zoning. Love it to death. Revitalizing also the manufacturing sector and improving train, bus, and plane infrastructure. Wow. The plan is set to cost $2.3 trillion. And despite the usual bipartisan appeal of infrastructure legislation, the president seems as though he will again face heavy Republican resistance in Congress, especially in the Senate. Brian Foisy, I mean, we've talked about, you know, this kind of thing before. But, like, are you excited for some new trains? I love me some trains. I personally... I love trains. I personally hate me some planes. Um, really? Have you ever been on a plane before? I'm sure you have. Sure. Um, they're horrifying. Um, every moment of it, you're just picturing... Um, that scene from Denzel Washington's flight movie, you're preparing to go into a role, um, you know, bird strikes are coming every five seconds. It's, it's terrifying, not to mention the terrorism. Um, I think trains, you know, while also a target for terrorism and, um, uh, you know, threat, uh, a, uh, birds are still a threat also. Um, but yeah, trains are so ways. much cooler. They could be so much faster. Um, and I think all of this is pretty interesting. Uh, a lot of cool stuff in here. Um, and uh, I don't understand why um, everything has to be a partisan show now. But apparently no one's going to like this bill. Um, because there's too much climate change in it for whatever reason. Um, yeah. 
it's incredibly strange. I, I don't understand how we've been talking about infrastructure for decades at this point. People have just been using it as a political football, saying we're going to get around to fixing the roads at some point. Um, and now an opportunity presents itself to do that while also creating tons of jobs and revitalizing a sector of the economy. But because uh, big spooky climate is also in there, um, people don't want to do that. So strange stuff, Everett. Yeah, apparently the point of division this time is uh, that it includes a lot of climate change legislation. A lot of the improvements to manufacturing and to energy and to infrastructure are supposed to make them more green, less reliance on carbon, which is great and all, but apparently that's a good enough reason to uh, never it. let us, never fix the roads ever. Um, so yeah, that's too bad, but, and is... And there's more to you liking trains than the fact that you're afraid of flying, right? Uh, yeah, I, you... I like trains, um, but I also don't want to be in a plane anymore. I think that... Um, no, I mean, why would you? Trains are a reference to America's past, and they could also be America's future. Um, I love... Whoa! Uh, I love the monorail. Um, I yeah. love monorail. I love getting on the okay. monorail. It smells like cat pee. You wonder where the it cats are coming does. from and why they're peeing. Um, but, you know, it's a fun time. It's, it looks cool. You get to get a good look at Epcot, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, I could recite several of the lines from that. I won't. Read the, write, recite them in Spanish, but at the end, okay? Okay, I will. So, c- What's next, I, Brian? What else you have you got for us? I'm going to go now? Yeah, please. I mean, go, go ahead. <laughs> On Tuesday, Everett. The New York Times reported. (laughs) On Tuesday, the New York Times reported that Florida Congressman and Trump lackey Matt Gates was under investigation for possible sex trafficking charges and sex with a 17-year-old girl. Reading from the Times report here, quote, investigators appear to be focused on at least two questions, according to people briefed on their work. The first is whether Mr. Gates, 38 had sex with a 17-year-old, and whether she received any of anything of material value. More broadly, federal authorities are scrutinizing involvement by the congressman and an indicted Florida associate with the woman who also received cash payments, end quote. Matt Gates, as you would expect, vehemently denies these charges, appearing on Tucker Carlson tonight this week in a very funny appearance, saying, quote, It is a horrible allegation, and it is a lie. Uh, the funniest pieces of the interview were the two times that Gates appeared to be trying to pull Tucker into the case. Here's those two examples. I'm not the only person on screen right now who's been falsely accused of a terrible sex act. You were accused of something that you did not do, and so you know what this feels like. You know the pain it can bring to your family, and you know how it, it just puts people on defense when you're accused of something so salacious and awful. But it did not happen. It is not true. And the fact that it is the basis of this attempt to extort my family tells a lot. And if the FBI and Department of Justice will release the tapes that they are in possession of, the American people will see what is really going on. You just referred to a mentally ill viewer who accused me of a sex crime 20 years ago. Um, and it, of course, it was, it was not true. I'd never met the person. I can say that actually you and I went to dinner uh, about two years ago. Your wife was there, and I brought a friend of mine. You'll remember her. I, I, I don't remember the, the woman you're speaking of or the context at all, honestly. Um, CNN reports that Tucker Carlson was, quote, livid after the interview in those two instances, 
And after the interview, while on air, Tucker called it one of the weirdest interviews he's ever conducted. Also coming to light Friday night, this time from ABC News, were claims that Gates and other young male lawmakers were involved in a game in which they'd be granted points for engaging in sexual acts with, quote, various targets such as interns, staffers, and other female colleagues. Also reported that ABC News was the claim that Gates tried to, quote, show colleagues photos and videos of naked women he said he slept with. Sources also told ABC News that Gates, that when Gates was a Florida state representative, he was referred to by, male co- by female colleagues as, quote, creepy Gates. Allegedly, 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 please don't sue. Everett Beals, are you at all surprised by these allegations? And how can we reasonably expect these charges to be dealt with by GOP leadership? Um, I, I don't know whether I can say whether or not it, it, it's um, surprising. Uh, you know, Matt Gates. I can say in a joking way that it isn't, that it doesn't surprise me just because of the way he is. But um, in a practical way, with the weight of the situation, not really. Um, based on how the Republican Party, especially in the House of Representatives under Kevin McCarthy, has been disciplining their own. Um, I This is very serious because it's the Department of Justice. Um, but even still, I worry that they won't be willing to take responsibility for it. And, you know, they won't, there won't be any accountability if nothing comes of it. And if something does, they will completely write off that they had anything to do with it or that they allowed it to happen, which, you know, based on uh, especially the last part you were saying that there may be a ring of congressmen who are doing this, um, it's entirely likely that they will brush it off um, just knowing what has happened historically. Um, So it is very unfortunate, but it is not shocking. And I hope that this time there's some justice brought because Matt is stinky. And what's ironic, and you said this to me last night, so I'm copying it from you. Um, right. But right, yeah. the uh, Republican side, the GQP, as they're often called, um, have been for a few, a couple years now alleging uh, sex trafficking and uh, pedophilia rings um, with Democrats that are completely fake. Um, and, you know, these whole weird hokey stories... Um, but now it seems as if, you know, these things are not, you know, don't go up to the level of what people allege in QAnon. Um, the, the term sex trafficking here, I'm not really entirely sure, but um, what I've heard is that when you take a minor across borders with the intention of having sexual relations with them, and you also pay for their hotels and pay for their um, planes... Um, that is considered sex trafficking by definition, but it's not like, as far as we know so far, that Matt Gates has, you know, a bunch of kidnapped girls in a basement somewhere. Um, allegedly. Right. I, I think you're right. And, um, this may be quite Which, silly. Uh, they're, they're, they're both not good, but there's a level of severity. Right. Yeah. And, um... I may just be pulling this out of nowhere, but I'm pretty sure just, like, the legal status of what equals trafficking, um, you know, it's not always what people think of, of 
and it it does happen quite frequently, unfortunately, where people do get kidnapped or they get into situations, um, especially very, you know, vulnerable, um, you know, where it it just becomes they're forced into it economically, for example, um, and are coerced into doing it from a young age if they don't have support. Um, But it also, the legal definition of trafficking sometimes, I don't think it even necessarily means that you have to cross state borders or anything. Um, You can sometimes just be engaging in any kind of that activity um, at all. And then it's human trafficking um, under U.S. law. Um, So, yeah, it's very serious. I believe you do this one. I do. An assailant crashed a vehicle into one of the United States Capitol complex's outside gates on Friday, killing one Capitol police officer and injuring another. The attacker themselves, who charged the officers with a knife, was shot and was killed. A motivation is not yet immediately clear, though the New York Times declared that, quote, the source of violence was not an angry pro-Trump mob, but a lone driver armed with a knife who had recently told his friends that he left his job and had afflictions, end quote. Some in politics are now pointing fingers as this attack attack comes only weeks after some Republicans mocked the heightened security on Capitol Hill. It's ridiculous, said Senator Rand Paul. It's something that's not necessary, and I think it's people overcompensating because they made poor decisions leading up to January 6th. Um, so, So that went on. It was quite a scene at the Capitol. There were helicopters. The whole place was shut down for several hours. Congress was in recess at the time, so there were only staffers in the building and Capitol Police officers and other, and, um, other staff reporters. necessary to keep the building going, and reporters too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's happened. This was a much smaller thing, but two more people died um, at the Capitol building. Um, and that, that's just... Uh, it's pretty crazy. I understand in almost every one of our headlines here, we've been kind of wailing on the our Republicans here, trying to cover both sides. But, I mean, I just asked you what you would think of this because um, I know a lot of Republicans in the House, for example, were calling it like Fort Pelosi because they kept the fences up for a while. Um, the fences, I believe, are now down, and they've uh, sort of collapsed the perimeter a few blocks back, so it's smaller. Um but but yeah, uh, what do you what do you think of the response there? Is it is it right to reduce security or what other measures should should they be taking, Brian? Um, I think that you know as much as physical barriers around the Capitol are treating a symptom, not the cause. Um, you know, the cause being um, we don't really know in in in, in this scenario, but um radicalized people by political rhetoric um but also you know mental health it seems that maybe this person was troubled obviously they were troubled in some way um to have you know thought that this was something they should do um you know you have to attack those things but also i think it's just strange that in normal times the capital is something that you can you know you're not supposed to you know, you'd have to get by police, but something that you can kind of walk up to, you can walk up to the Capitol. As much as people want to call that, like, 
you know, it's a great thing that we, the people's house, you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, but the White House is not like that. You can't just walk up to the White House. And I think that, um, you know, maybe people didn't consider it at the time, but the two things can be, um, you know, both equal, you know, targets. Um, and I think right. that the important thing to stress also is that no members of Congress were there, which is great, but also means that, that the building itself and the ideas and its, you know, significance as a symbol is more what's being attacked rather than any specific lawmaker, which, um, that's you know, a great point. It's interesting to note. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to cover these, these serious topics within this show that's usually lighthearted, but yeah. Um, that's true. Tough scenario. Um, I hope, uh, this is the last time you have to, you know, say something about a capital, uh, uh, violence occurring there so want me to go right go ahead brian take it away okay let's let's lighten it up okay <clears throat> major league baseball held their opening day this thursday in an age where football dominates ratings basketball dominates the culture and hockey stays popular among its fans major league baseball has seen declining ratings for playoff and regular season games cultural irrelevancy and some alienation among fans Everett Beals, what does the MLB need to do to survive in this new media age, or should we just let it die? Um, I, I, I don't know. I think it's fun to go to the ballpark. This is not an unpopular opinion. But it's not that fun to watch it on the TV. Because yeah. baseball takes a long time. It's a slow game. And... Professional baseball, is, I understand correctly, because there's been discussions for se- several years now about how baseball is very slow. I believe baseball games take longer now than they ever used to um, because there's so much time between each play. Uh, is that correct? There's a lot of kind of standing around yeah. going on. And the way that statistics uh, haven't... Like... Oh, do you want to go? No, no, continue, man. The way that statistics have sort of invaded the game... Um, I'm generally for statistics, but the way that it's invaded baseball is that um, it's either a strikeout or a home run. Basically, every you know that's what they're trying to go for. So it's not like you know something's happening every time. It's like strikeout, 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 uh, infield hit that gets turned into an out. Um, strikeout, 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 home run, strikeout, strikeout, strikeout. You know, it's not like people are trying to do a bunch of different things. It's not quick anymore. It's not, you know, people are only looking for those two outcomes, um, which makes it more boring. But um, do you think we should let it die? Sure is. <laughs> um, if, you know, this America capitalism, uh, it's not my favorite sport. If, if it If the MLB blows up, then I'm not... We're going Heart to blow broken. the MLB up. It's too bad. I mean, there's a new there's a new team here in, in Worcester. The Woo Sox, they're great. They're playing real baseball. They're like the Sea Dogs, but slightly bigger. It's great. Um, wow. Had luck for you. Yeah, I mean, that's all I... Yeah, go Woo Sox. That's all I got. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't really watch baseball unless I go to a game. So, it, it you know, it's just a little boring. 
Maybe they should just make it faster. Is part of it like they have these counters, right? There's like a t- certain time you can kind of stand around. Yeah, there's like... Is that involved minutes. at all? There's like... um. Yeah, they a, ought to make those shorter. There's a pitch clock, which they instituted a couple of years ago, I think. And then maybe they should make it shorter. But uh, I also think they have a huge marketing problem. And their new video game, maybe that makes pe- things better. But, you know... Yeah, I mean, they're... Uh, Actually, it's funny you bring that up. There is interest uh, here am- among us of MLB The Show 21. Sus. Because I believe that's always been a PlayStation thing. And now, and now it's Xbox. expanding to Xbox. It'll be on and Game Pass. you can like, build your own stadiums. It'll be crazy. I'm so excited. Um, so I don't know if that'll make everyone love baseball again. I think it'll say baseball single-handedly. That, it could. It really could. It's going to be the new Fortnite. Fortnite Baseball Royale. Hilarious. We have one more headline. Everett, get us there. Okay. Recently. Quite recently. I actually don't know the day. But everyone's favorite film franchise, Giant Lizard versus Giant Monkey, a.k.a. Godzilla versus King Kong, was released in theaters and on HBO Max. Okay? Now, I remember as a young boy... As a youngin, when I watched Godzilla 2014, in parentheses, with Brian Cranston, um, and I was like, wow, that was kind of cool, and I thought it had a really great opening title sequence. I thought it was really neat. Um, yeah, I had a good time. I had a good time. That was a fun monster movie because, you know, I'm, this is extremely cliche, but it took a while for them to show the big guy. You know, they're hinting at him, and then there he is, you know? So it makes the monster more interesting. But now... We get to the we get to the newest installment. Okay, we we introduce King Kong. He's bigger than ever. Okay, on Skull Island. Now we we Godzilla fought with like you know Mothra and Ghidorah. That happened in some other movie. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, eleven. And there's like some egregious Boston Red Sox advertising all over the place. FSG. I believe they go to Fenway. It's really just terrible. Like, every product they have is just Red Sox branded. It was weird. But in this latest movie, um, you know, you get you get King Kong, and you get Godzilla, and they fight. They're fighting, and they go to the center of the Earth. What more just could like, you want? Uh, journey to the center of the Earth. So you got Giant Monkey, Giant Lizard. They're fighting. There's no spoilers, but there's some other fighting going on. Um, and ultimately, it's just a very entertaining thing. You know, no one's watching this. Because it's a masterpiece. I'm watching this because it's funny. Well. You know, I, for one, I'm a giant monkey fan. Uh, I know, for some reason, I think I've been, if, if I had to debate, I think I've now been forced into the Godzilla ring, the side, the Godzilla side. You can actually choose whatever um, you want. But to tell, us, to tell us more about this, we're going to turn it away now to our senior blockbuster correspondent, Ben Foisy. Ben, take it away. All right, now we have a special segment with our senior blockbuster correspondent, who happens to be my brother, Ben Foisy. Thank you for coming on the show. You're welcome, Brian. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I know that we're on the topic of uh, Godzilla. Congress is Godzilla. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I know that you, uh, when we were watching the movie, did not really have a, a take in the movie. Um, what do you mean? You were more focused on uh, your cell phone. Um, so, I don't know what. Uh, okay. Uh, you yeah yeah. Uh, 
I personally love the movie. I loved all the fight scenes. I've loved everything. Uh, Godzilla got his ass handed to him. Kong. Oh, spoiler alert! Yeah. Spoiler if, alert! Yeah, spoiler alert! If you have not seen the movie, this is not for you to watch or listen to. Listen to. Yeah, this, this is not those for you to listen to. Um, Godzilla got his ass handed to him by Kong and by Mega Godzilla. So, when Godzilla pulled up to the fight, do you think he was really prepared? No, he was not prepared. Did he do his homework? No, he just came in all guns and blazing, thinking that he was the boss of the, a boss of the area, and was like, "I'm just here to lay down the law." He was not ready. So, an aspect of the movie that I found interesting was the fact that Kong and Godzilla seem to always choose cities to fight in. Yes. So, what what's the you know added benefit of you know, killing, you know, thousands of people when you're stomping around downtown Tokyo or wherever the hell they were. What's the benefit of that versus, like, a cornfield in Iowa? Like, if they pull up to a cornfield, they can do whatever the hell they want. But no, they're, like, stepping on architecture. They're, like, killing people. I mean, it's not that much fun. <laughs> I mean, you're in a cornfield. You're just stepping on corn. You're in... You're so, in the, the to- purpose you're in of it is to kill... People. The purpose of it is to kill... As many civilians as they can. Obviously, yes. <laughs> I mean, you don't want a, a crazy gorilla coming in there and not killing anyone, right? Well, I mean, are we talking about what I want or if I was in that city? Okay, well, if you're in the city, then, I mean, you got yourself in your... Where your... are you supposed to go? <laughs> if you're... <laughs> if you live in the world... Where there are titans, where should you go? In underground bunkers. No, but like where, like where do you live? Where Obviously, you- Florida. You can't because there's all that shit. So don't live next to an apex facility. Don't live in a city because you're gonna get stomped well, I, on. I, I don't think there's a place in general that you cannot. There's there's they, no safe place. No, no. So because they find them every time. In conclusion, the Godzilla and King Kong are menaces to society, um, ISIS-like, Al-Qaeda, whatever you want to say, they are terrorists, and they should be held in Guantanamo Bay. In summation. In summation? Summary. To summarize. To summarize. Out of five, what would you rate this? Ten. (laughs) Not a five. This is an amazing movie. Better than The Godfather? Yeah. You ever seen The Godfather? No. Better than Saving Private Ryan? Saving Private Ryan was sad. If King Kong showed up in Saving Private Ryan and stepped on the Nazis, would you like that better? Yeah. I want to see him just like scrape his hand across the ground and just everything just goes up in flames. Okay, so uh, stay tuned. Um, summer of 2023, um, Kong versus uh, Hitler. Thank you, Ben, for visiting us today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Wow. Thank you, Ben. I, for one, like the part in the movie when that lady from the company said, Drop the monkey! (laughs) I thought that was funny. She really hated King Kong. I don't know why. Um, Everett, you know what time it is. Uh, time 
time to duel. No, uh, is it <laughs> quick take? Is it time for me to say? Is it time for me to talk fast? Yeah, we got two. Oh sp- we got yeah, two, we have two sport ones for you today. Sports. Yeah. Okay. Here's our first one. Major League Baseball announced Friday that the 2021 All-Star Game will no longer be held in Atlanta, Georgia. You may be asking yourself why, but if you tuned in last week, you know that in Georgia, they recently packed some pretty restrictive voting rights, uh, not voting rights, pretty restrictive voting regulations? Laws. Laws, sure. Um... And the MLB does not want to be associated with that, so they are moving the game out. Everett, will moves like this actually impact the Georgia government? In 30 seconds, tell us what you think. Uh, Whether or not they impact the Georgia government, like what Brian Kemp is thinking, I can't say. I understand, because of the press release he read me, that the Braves were pretty upset, understandably, because it's their livelihood. Um, it would be a good deal of money coming to Atlanta, but whatever. Um, I think the idea, perhaps, is that they're trying, you know, maybe that this will impact other Georgia businesses. Georgia has a pretty large stake in the film market um, and, you know, in the filming stuff, so that could happen, and if it goes down the line, you know. <laughs> you, were bu- you were building into something, but then you had to shut it down. <laughs> yeah, I, that, that was like a 60-second one. That could have been you know, a, I, I was going for double. More. I could have given. It could have, but I got. I should have given you much well, more. Well, that's time. the. That's the beauty. No, of this. that's the restraint of the system. When I lose, I lose. Yeah, and you lose. You lost bad on that one. Okay. I sure did. Here's your next one. Actor and Twitter provocateur. Big word there. Michael Rapaport. This week, do you know who that is? Uh, let me just look it up really quick. Well, no, don't Rappaport. look it up. Don't look it up. Oh, I won't, I won't. I didn't even look. I'm good. Actor and Twitter provocateur Michael Rappaport this week released DMs he had received from NBA superstar Kevin Durant after Rappaport criticized KD's appearance on TNT's Inside the NBA. Some lowlights of this conversation include moments where KD stepped into some homophobic and sexist language aimed at Rappaport. It's unknown if the posted DMs were the full story, or if Rappaport selectively screenshotted DMs that portrayed him in a better light. But KD was fined $50,000 by the NBA, and he apologized to fans for having seen him talk like that. Everett Beals, in 30 seconds, what do you make of the situation? Um, uh, Can I look at it now? Uh, no, I won't. I mean, you know, it's kind of too bad. I guess that wasn't in private, and if it, I, I haven't looked at these comments, if they were deeply offensive, then I guess it's okay to just go to the press or he just didn't use release it on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, does that make it okay or better? No, maybe, I guess, but I mean, I normally say I don't really care, but I mean, for this guy, it's just a slap on the wrist from the NBA, am I right? Yeah, basically. Not that much money. It's the most they can give him without him being able to file a grievance, though. Oh, wow. That's what they did. He got the same amount of money that that somebody did for saying a racial slur. Not racial slur. A slur directed at the Jewish community. Oh, yes. I recall. He was playing a video game, correct? Like you do. And shouted a slur, like you do. That's, That's how you know he's a gamer. 
All right, folks. This week, in honor of the release of a cinematic classic, Godzilla vs. Kong, or Kong vs. Godzilla? Not sure. Does it really I believe matter? I believe the first was correct. Godzilla vs. Kong? I think so. Yeah. I've been saying Kong vs. Godzilla this entire You're time. You're wrong. Someone's got to Google this. We are joined once again by our senior blockbuster correspondent, Ben Foisey. Yes. Talk about... Yeah, it's, it's Godzilla um, versus Kong. Oh, okay. Same. Well, you know, a lot of the conversation around the movie has been centering around Godzilla and Kong, obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. But more uh, specifically, which one of them is the better titan? Who is cooler? Who, you know, is a better fighter? So we thought... Um, you know, the best way to judge this would be to have a great debate between Everett and I here, moderated by Ben, Mm -hmm. who's an expert not only in blockbuster films, but also debate moderation. So, and he's an animal expert, he says. So, would you like to explain the rules to us, Ben? All right. To both us and the listeners. All right, for the listeners, they will get... Each of you will get 45 seconds to make your opening statement. And then Ben's going to ask us a series of questions about Godzilla and Kong. Which are pretty stupid questions. Pretty stupid, um, you know, by his measure. I don't know. You'll have to leave the, let the I, listeners uh, decide. L- let's let them decide, I mean. Yeah. Well, why, why, all right. why get all going to fuss already, you know? Who's going to go first? King Kong? Yeah, have to I, flip I the guess Ember can go first. He's a visitor. He's the visiting team here. Okay, that's only all fair. Right. Let's go for Everett first. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm buckled up. He has to make an opening statement now. So you've been training me to do speed. You've been training me for speed. I'm ready. Summarize the whole King Kong argument in 45 seconds. And let him see the clock, too. All right. Start it. All right. King Kong. Gotta love him. Now, we gotta say that King Kong in in the human right the real world he he's the oldest he's older than king kong that i mean uh, godzilla that's a bit of a thing now in, in this film in this universe one might mm-hmm. say that this this big lizard fellow what what's his name godzilla or something or other you know Fuck you. He, maybe he's maybe he's the better guy overall you know he's got the, he's got the laser breath he gives people cancer who cares but overall i think that the more skilled fighter is king kong he's a big monkey he can really throw those fists and he's just, he's smarter. He can use tools. So maybe he loses a couple battles, you know, the war, but he'll, he'll win those right. battles in, in good fashion. All right, that's, that's 45 seconds for you. you now, I'll make make my, for, now I'll make my opening statement in 45 seconds, okay? Please. Um, well, I think everything you just said there was complete bullshit. Um, you know, you don't, you haven't seen the movies. You haven't read the comics. You don't know what this is all about, okay? You lie. Godzilla. Godzilla. Lizard. That's obviously cool. Monkeys, a little passe. They're a little too close to humans, you know? Who cares about who cares about monkeys anyways? A gorilla. Who cares about chimps, primates anyway? Who cares, okay? Godzilla, giant lizard. Breathes fire. From Japan. You know, diversity is really big right now. And, you know, picking King Kong, who is more of an American figure, is, you know, you know, a little passe, let's say. That's 45 seconds. 
so that was our opening statements. Ben, read us our first questions. All right. Who do you think? <clears throat> who do you think won the movie? Everett. Hmm. All right. These timed too. Who won the movie? I mean, what kind of question is that? You know my position. I gotta say it was King Kong. Now look, I understand we all saw the scene where Godzilla. It was a bit. It was a bit tense actually. There was a bit of sensual action between the big lizard and the big monkey when they were in um, Hong Kong. I gotta say that fight. You know, and he was like, "Hey, I'm in charge." And then this big guy, spoiler, Robot Man, came out and really gave him what for. Now, look, I'm just saying, before that, King Kong's got the moves, okay? He's faster, he's smarter, okay, because he can give him sucker punches. He can jump around on the ships. That was cool. And honestly, you know, he's just more innovative. He's smarter, and that will go a long way. 45 seconds. Wow, good job, Everett. Now, I get to answer the question too, right? Yeah. Ryan, go. Three, two, one, go. So, obviously, people might come out of the movie saying King Kong won. Because in that final fight in Hong Kong, spoiler alert, obviously, he, you know, walks away. But you have to consider what Godzilla was up against, okay? There was um, uh, some sort of apex bullshittery happening where they drained his power away, and they created a, a, a robot who was supposed to beat him. And King Kong, all he had to do was, you know, stand around and watch those two fight. So I'm saying, if this was a real fight with referees, you know, with the whole regulation, King Kong versus Godzilla, nobody is debating whether or not Godzilla would win that, okay? All right. That was pretty cool, right? Please. Please, <laughs> I mean, man. Please. I mean, I, Give me a friggin' break. God. I have to agree with Everett on this. This is Thank you. You, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go off the time. I'm going off the time. Who removed no. <laughs> Mecha Godzilla's head? Do you, re- do you recall? Yeah. Well, it was the Godzilla was not in a position to fight at that point. He had been pummeled by and why King was Kong, that? And then Mecha and Godzilla was pulled that? up. Well, it's not his not fault. He's not indestructible. If Michael Jordan and uh, Larry Bird were now? in a three-point shooting contest, and then halfway through they took away Michael Jordan's hands, obviously Larry Bird's gonna win. He can't even shoot. Michael Jordan can't even shoot anymore. That's what they basically did to Godzilla. They took away his one gift. Please, bro. No. If they way. were like Da Vinci or who's you're the saying, other you're one? saying um, your guy's a one-trick pony. Is that what you're saying? If, no, I'm not saying he's a one-trick pony, but his one so major thing. Wow. Amazing. You saw him All he does was, was walk Godzilla around was with his claws. He just, he's got no methodology. He can King swim. Kong, is he smarter? He knows sign okay. language. Okay, he can say so home. I know that you're, you're putting yeah. this whole King Kong is smarter thing. But, like, was Albert Einstein, like, beating up Muhammad Ali all the time? No, you it have to no have sense. some fighting skills. You have to have strength. No, but I'm talking you have about to have, like this. You have to have brutal energy to win a fight. Albert Einstein, force okay, can't do everything. smart, genius, King. sure. But can no. he win a fight? No. King Kong, maybe he's smart, but he's not Godzilla. He doesn't have claws. He doesn't have, can't he breathe fire. He, he can't swim the way that Godzilla can. He can can't swim. Okay, let's go on to the next question. This is Just bullshit. Enough of this. Shut up. This has ruined our friendship. This is ru- I We never talk in the car. And anymore. my life. Here comes the 
the crazy uh, weird the big question? questions. Okay, yes. I'm gonna. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll be the timer. Let me buckle up now. one more time. Let me go. Click. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> All right, we have. Do we still have to do this? The yes. the the timing. Oh, I guess we can stop timing it. Yeah. I mean, just free flowing debate at this point. Yeah. Whatever. Throw the whole. Yeah, you know, on. it's Who like. Yeah. All right. So, if King Kong and Godzilla entered a karaoke competition, who would win? Which song would they choose? Everett, you the floor. Hmm. Well, I, I'm. I. Okay. So, so let me be honest. I I think it's okay actually for me to argue. You know, I don't always have to give a reason why Monkey Man would win. I I can concede this point, and I will. Godzilla. You know, I don't think either of them can talk. Obviously, King Kong is highly intelligent and can communicate with monkey sign language. Um, but, 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 let me say this. Let me say this. Um, Giant Lizard, he has a better voice. His roar is pretty iconic. And so, I, frankly, I think that if the two of them were karaokeing at the same time, um, Godzilla could just go up there, uh, sit, do a little <laughs> shock the monkey action. Maybe a Monkey Island by the Jay Giles Band. Maybe a Monkey Man by Toots and the Maytals. And, mm. all, you know, it would just come out beautifully. Or he could just sing Nason Dorma. He, I, know, I know he's a tenor. Um, and it would come out beautifully. King Kong So you're arguing for Godzilla here? You I, have to argue I'm, for King Kong. That's I have your, to. That's the whole I, format of this debate. I'm going to concede the point. Okay, I so to. I guess you lose this round. You lose I, this round. Uh, how could I? How could I win? I'm okay, sorry. No, it's my turn now. My, I'm being realistic. Can I speak? Can no. I speak? Yes, maybe. Can I speak? Okay. Um, karaoke. Who knows where that originated from? Japan. Okay? Um, true, I may be wrong on this, but that's what my dad said. Um, where did Godzilla originate from? Hong Kong. Japan. The Pacific Ocean. Godzilla originated in Japan. Karaoke and. from Japan. So are you gonna count out the, the 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 Japanese culture here and owning its own culture? No, Godzilla knows karaoke. It's in his blood. It's in his identity. He will bust out uh, Celine Dion's "My Heart Will Go On." Is that her song? Um, he will mm. he will shred. He will screech. He will sing beautifully. Everyone will be crying. Yeah, they'll that's be what I'm saying. Themselves. I think they'll come out with like they'll a love on top thing. They'll be pooping themselves just start singing when they love hear Godzilla top. sing. And, you know, King Kong, uh, he can stumble around and be all ooga booga. And, um, you know, what does that do for you in a karaoke competition? I'm going to tell you. It gives you Bo Diddley. That's what it gives you. <laughs> it gives you a diddly squat. I'll tell you that much. It gives you a diddly squat. I'll that's, tell you that's that what much. It gives you. Wow. Ben, you have a next question for us? Sadly, yes. Uh, Sadly, yes. Sadly, yes. You're being um, compensated for this. If Bring it on King me. Kong, if King Kong and Godzilla were to run, were to run in a presidential election, which one would be able to win, Florida? Okay, I'll go first because that's the way it's working. Um, now look, I understand the appeal to Florida voters that a guy that kind of looks like a gator, um. You know, that's relatable. They're like, okay, this guy represents our interests. But, you know, Floridians know full well that uh, lizards, they're, they're quick and they're a little shifty, you know? And, if, if, and they know full well that it's the lizard people who Slander. are running the world. And especially, especially since this film 
confirms a variety of conspiracy theories since it is just real life. I mean, these, these are real things that happen. Um, there yeah. is a center of the Earth that somehow has a sun. I'm not sure if it's a pocket dimension. I don't know why no you need knows. to go through a portal to get there. I'm not going to question it. <laughs> um, but the thing is, I just yeah, think... You know what I think, Brian? I think that yeah. Florida, since it's always a bit of a toss-up, will, will like uh, a candidate like King Kong because he could use guerrilla politics. That's right. He could use guerrilla politics to get in there and just shove his message through. Because you know what? He's <laughs> likable. The other problem is... Your candidate cannot communicate. Now the thing, you know, the the down there, I I, I don't want to generalize about the great state of Florida, the Sunshine State. They like a politician who who's can who's can talk, you know, like Marco Rubio, and he's he's mm. kind of a weird guy, but he he can talk. King Kong can communicate, and I think that'll earn us some points. Your guy is just gonna go up there and do a little screaming, give some people some cancer. No one's gonna <laughs> like that. <laughs> so ultimately, I think, it's honestly, up there give people most Floridians will relate more to um, uh, this this Kong fellow than whatever this this dribble you're proposing is. <laughs> okay, um, that was horse shit. Um, <laughs> that was total horse. Crap. Okay, your point about them not wanting lizard people. So if we're going off the assumption that lizard people control the world, okay? Yep. Um. Isn't the world, like, pretty good right now? Like, relative to previous periods of history, we are, like, pretty okay. So, you could say the lizard people are doing a great job, alright? But, they haven't been able to get fully there because they're not, you know, coming out as full lizards. Godzilla, he's cutting out the middleman. He's not trying to be a lizard person, he's a straight-up lizard, okay? So, everything that you love about the lizard people that are controlling the world, but... A giant Godzilla lizard. Okay? Interesting. Um, you might say they don't like gators. They well, don't Brian, like... Brian, Brian, hold on. I'm sorry. Can I stop you for one second? I have to answer the door. I'm sorry. Yeah, Just hold on. What a waste wow. of my time, huh? You interrupted me midpoint. <clears throat> so what I was going to say, um, you, you made the claim that Floridians uh, don't like gators, and they think they're shifty. Um, I call bullshit on that. Um, if I was from, you know, Maine, I am from Maine. Um, if I was from me. But but I love lobsters. If a lobster ran for president, I would vote for him. Same thing, same thinking applies there. People love gators in Florida. They it's the reason they call it gator country. The totally reason they have kids. gator land. They eat their kids, your kids shouldn't have been near the gator, okay? That could be an issue with kissing babies because maybe Godzilla would eat your baby, who knows? Um the whole cancer aspect, uh you know, the, the testing has been inconclusive. We can't really say if Godzilla really causes cancer. Uh, also, King Kong just stomps around every there, everywhere and ruins your infrastructure. Fuck All right. Le- Brian, <laughs> I have a... Brian, are you a lizard? Are you a lizard person? Are you a lizard apologist? That's beside the point. That's is there is the there point. a reptilian shell beneath this facade of a man? Ever shut up. You sound like a lizard. Next question. Next I'm question. kind of I'm kind of worried. If Delaware was. <laughs> um, Here's the next question. Uh, okay, if I know, I can read. If Khan and Godzilla were <laughs> were to enter a three point competition against Steve Steph Curry, Steph Curry uh, Steph Curry <laughs> Steve Curry. That's oh my, my joke. 
He doesn't know. Who, who would make the most threes? Your mama. Um, I guess every you can go first. I go first. Uh, well, let's remember one thing. This <laughs> is a three-point shooting contest. It's not a dunk off, okay? I know your guys got the height. I understand. It's already in my brain. It's right here. I've been thinking about it the whole time. But let's think about some of the issues that our man, Godzilla, might have. First off, this guy is flat-footed, okay? You think he can hop? No. No, he can't. He can't jump. In a way, yes. It requires a full-body motion. You can't have just you watched stand the All Star Game three point and make contest? a bunch of threes? Yes, you can. You can do that. Yes, I watched. Did you see the Gonzaga game at the end? The guy was like, he was in the air. The Gonzaga guy was basically flying when he threw it. Godzilla um, can fly. No, he can't. If he, he cannot do read that. Read the comics. Read the comics. No. Oh, let me let me go a little further, okay? Your guy's gonna grab the ball and he's just gonna friggin' pop it, okay? He's got claws. <laughs> That's bad. That will be bad for his shooting form. You know, another thing? He's got little arms. He's a dino. How's he gonna make a full body motion for a three if he's got little arms? It's not gonna work. Now let me tell you some strengths of this Kong man, okay? He's a lot like a human, and basketball is a human game, despite what the Monstars might tell you. Um, Okay, he's got the legs. He's got the opposable thumbs. And he can run around and do whatever he likes, okay? He's more agile. That's just a fact. And, okay, he's got the regular hands. So, like any skilled human, he'll be able to drain some threes. And I have no doubt in my mind that this Godzilla guy is going to walk up and look like a total bozo. That's all I'm saying. Uh, again, go fuck yourself. Um... Well, Everett, I have some um, hard evidence here for you. Um, I brought it up before you, before the debate to you, telling you what was going to happen, that you were going to get shellacked. Okay, the evidence is, in a comic book, where Godzilla yeah. appeared, there, I don't know what the title of it was, Godzilla. Godzilla appeared in a comic book with Charles Barkley. You know who that is? Yeah, King I know Charles, Charles Barkley Of the NBA, is. the round mound of rebound, okay? Also... A relatively okay three-point shooter, better than uh, the people at his time. He was a little slightly above average. So hey, better than me, am I right? Godzilla has been taught by the best, Charles Barkley. Do you think he's gonna let Kong beat him in a three-point contest? All right. So you say Kong, you say Godzilla has short arms. Is that true? Um, I don't know. But even if he does, you don't have to have long arms to shoot a three. You'd have to have long arms to rebound, and we already know that he has good rebounding skills from Charles Barkley. Who cares? But I feel like in a three-point contest, um, Godzilla has the power to, you know, he has all the weight in there. He's going to, you know, he's just going to, like, use it all, like, and shoot it in there, okay? Um, You brought up the point of popping the ball. I don't think that matters here. Um, And, um, yeah, next question. All right, look, don't even move on. Let me rebuttal very quickly. I am quoting the text. You can't rebuttal. This I'm is quoting not what the text. Here. Charles Barkley says to Godzilla after he destroys him in a regular fight, okay, you got your 13,000 triple E sneakers. You got your hoop. I want you to do a million layups. I'll be checking in on you. Get busy. I'll see you in 100 years. And then Godzilla gets 
busy, okay? What's he doing? He's shooting layups. He's just going up to the hoop and he's just putting it in. But the shooting Anybody skills can do translate that to outside the free tall. They do not. All they he's do. Doing is placing it in the basket. If you're good at layups, you're also good at three That's pointers. That's as easy as reaching up in the air and just putting a ball in a hoop. That's the, <laughs> that's the end of our King Kong versus Godzilla debate. Um, I, I I hoped that Ben would stay here long enough to say who won. But uh, it appears that he's, you know, gotten in a cab. Uh, he's he's lost. He's lost to time. Um, Everett, do you know what time it is right now? Um, it's about twelve eleven, which is only a few minutes away from Bozo o'clock. That's right, Everett. It's Bozo of the week. Let me sing the song. <laughs> <clears throat> The Bozo of the Week! Do, 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 do. Who will be the Bozo of the Week? Who will be the Bozo, 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 Bozo of the Week? Of the Week, of the Week, of the Week. Everybody wow. have some nominees for ya! Lay them on me! Alright, the first one. On Tuesday this week, Everett, a man connected to January 6th Capitol riot was arrested in his Texas home. 34-year-old Garrett Miller brought a firearm and tactical gear into the Capitol building and that morning had tweeted, quote, assassinate AOC. That's some serious shit. When he was arrested, Miller basically admitted to the crime via a t-shirt he was wearing that said, January 6th, I was there. Um, kind of a bozo move if you ask me. It's almost like it's like Bin Laden wandering around Lower Manhattan in the early 2000s wearing a shirt that was saying... Just an arrow pointing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or if I, I, if I, for example, walked around wearing a shirt that said, I committed tax fraud, Yeah. obviously I did, or if it you would walked be a around lot like the that. the middle school of the candy monks wearing a shirt that said... <laughs> Cut this. Cut this. <laughs> Cut this right now. Saying I'm Mr. Rodman's favorite, and I am. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, that's our first Bozo nominee. You are a Bozo! Uh, I'd say he's pretty good Bozo material. Classic Bozo. Classic. It really is. The, the, I mean, after our reform, we had a, yeah, after the constitutional perfect. reform, this is more what we're looking for. This is more After Bozo our material. constitutional convention. This is, right. this is what right, 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 This right. is our target area. Our next one. NBA champion and Warriors forward Draymond Green had some interesting takes this week about the WNBA and the lack of pay equity. Here's what he said. You know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really tired of seeing them complain about the lack of pay because, because they're doing themselves a disservice by just complaining. Everett, I'm what do you Draymond think of... Green. What do you think of those comments, Everett? Kind of strange. Um, yeah, they're a bit weird. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I haven't heard all of them myself. I don't know if they're especially offensive. Um, he said, I'm really tired of seeing them complain about the lack of pay because they're doing themselves a disservice by just complaining. Yeah, I mean, that, that seems like an unfiltered thing, which uh, just wasn't a good choice. Hmm. Um, did, did he get... There was a different basketball guy. He didn't get fined for that, right? 
No, that was it Kevin was, Durant. Was, that was right. That was different. different yeah. Um. Yeah, it's a bit. You know, it's a bit of a bozo moment. I think, in a way. Mm, yeah, bozo moment. I'd say. You are a bozo. All right, our final bozo is the state of Delaware, who tweeted on April Fool's Day that they were planning to annex the state of New Jersey to, what were they going to call it, Mega Delaware or something like that? Yeah, it was funny. Um, well, the state of New Jersey responded and said, delete your account, um, and completely put the kibosh on this fake April Fool's Day prank. Um, I, at the time, was like, LOL, bozo, um... Probably not the strongest Bozo of the Week nominee, but, you know. No. Especially since on this one, I'm Team Delaware. I they mean, can't all be winners. No. Uh, you gotta have a few a few duds. Um, I mean, on that one, anyway. Just gangs and Scud Pie. I don't even think it was a Bozo moment. I, I, I'm, I'm with Delaware here. I see no reason why New Jersey shouldn't be dissolved, so. Um, and absorbed into the sea. Uh, you know, and uh, or actually, you know, I don't know if Delaware is the best thing to take over, though. Pennsylvania wouldn't be. They don't like New York either. Yeah, you know, it's just a real. It's a it's a difficult situation. Um, so you gotta let New Jersey be New Jersey, I guess. You know, you gotta. They're yeah. they're good people. It's the Garden State. That's it. Yeah. All right, Everett. You've heard the nominees. I have. Who do you think should be the bozo of the week? I mean. Most befitting of the Bozo title this week is probably the first guy. I, mean, I would agree with you. I'm, I'm just saying, if you're walking around like that, and it's, it, let me just say, I mean, based, again, on what we were saying, this is humorous. <clears throat> it's humorous because of something silly, something a little stupid mm-hmm. that someone did. It's humorous. It's also somewhat um, serious. Yes, in a way, there's, there are serious repercussions for, this, for the stupid thing that they did, which mm-hmm. makes it more funny. But the thing actually... Um, is that he was um, already going to get arrested. Oh. So it wasn't like he gave himself mm. away. Ah, that's right. That makes it a little less entertaining, slightly less funny. Um, the situation remains humorous, mm-hmm. but any, uh, you know, it's just not the same. Comparatively, though, you know, this wasn't a huge week for bozos. I think I'd have to give, in, give it to this guy, this federal criminal you're you're with me there any any thought for draymond green um i don't know if it's a bozo thing it was a misstep not you know? not too bad no nah, it's not the worst thing it's, doesn't it doesn't raise to the level of bozo bad. so i guess we're gonna give it to this guy what is his name garrett miller or something like that yeah you garrett know what miller. garrett you, you are joining you are joining an echelon a, a group of certain people who have been awarded... And you're also going to federal prison. Yeah, so enjoy. Tough day for you. <laughs> Tough luck, huh? Enjoy Jeez. your holiday weekend, asshole. Yeah, right? That was an epic bozo moment. That was an epic bozo, bozo moment. moment. Okay, you can cut this part out. Are you going to do the funny thing at the end? Yeah, want to do that? Yep. Hey, Everett? Yeah. Pretty good episode, huh? <laughs> yeah. You think it's done now? Yeah. See you next week. <laughs> sure.